Nyabe's. Welcome to Charles Nyabe's podcast. Every week, you will encounter the supernatural grace of God through his servant, Apostle Charles Inyaba, and mind-blowing testimonies to boost your faith in God. God bless you for staying with us. Let's delve into today's message. Yes, Lord, the King of Kings. Be a full Lord Jesus. Be a throne, Lord. Lift up your hands to him. Lift up your hands to him. Anytime you lift up your hands, you are lifting him above your problems, above the situations, above the sicknesses, above the financial difficulties. And you are saying, Father, beyond all these things, you are God. Beyond all these things, you are acknowledged. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we can believe you. We honor you. Because you are no man that you will lie. Or the son of man that you say, Oh, oh I Jesus. Said about, oh, I didn't really mean it. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Is that how we celebrate Jesus? And can we add a shout to the glory of Jesus? Father, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Breathe upon your word. Bring enlightenment. Touch a soul. Transform a life. In the name of Jesus. You can have your seat. Now, today I'm teaching on a very important topic. I believe strongly it's going to bless your life. Amen. Shout glory to Jesus. So, um, if you're a believer and you don't love fasting, you can't, you, can't, you can't go far with God. Amen. There is a certain type of level of speed God would want to take you on. And it will only come by fasting and prayer. You have to empty yourself and let him fill you up. Amen. So today I want to teach you on an important topic about how to keep God working in your life. How to keep God working in your life. Now, how many of you would want the glory of God to stop working in your life? Now, most people are ex-champions in God because they don't know the dynamics. Now, most people have worked with God, seen the glory of God, but they are no longer seeing God's glory because they don't know the dynamics of keeping God at work. You can keep God working for you when you know what it takes to make him work for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
When I say thank you, Holy Spirit, you say amen. amen. I'm, I'm making sense. God is not a God whereby he works a miracle today and then it takes him another 10 years to work a miracle. The Bible says Jesus taught us a, a prayer and said, and when you pray, say, give us our daily bread. That means God is a God of a daily miracle working God, a daily healing God, a daily miraculous God. So anything God did in your life some time ago, that made you clap for God or that made you clap to the glory of God. God will still want to keep working in your life. And we must know the dynamics to keep God working. So most of us have enjoyed favor, but we are not enjoying favor. Why? We don't know how to keep provoking favor. Now, how many of you have enjoyed a certain level of God's glory and it looks like you're not enjoying it anymore? So you used to enjoy certain blessings from God, but you don't know how to keep the door open. So there are dynamics or there are things you need to do to keep them working. And if you don't know these things, you may complain and you may end up visiting other means for help. But I pray that as I am teaching God's word, your eyes should be open to know the secret. Now he told Peter, to you it has been given to know, it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. So that means that this kingdom is a kingdom of mysteries. You can't just walk into God's kingdom thinking that you know it all. No. It's a kingdom of mysteries. Say mysteries. Come on church. Say mysteries. So you must know the mystery of keeping God at work. And one of the things I'm very scared of, I was telling some people yesterday or today, I, I, I don't know, I don't remember. And I was telling them that I don't go into meetings without expecting God not working. Because he said in his word that wherever two or more people are gathered in my name, there I am. And anywhere Jesus was, there was a miracle. Anywhere Jesus was, there was a change of life. So if indeed the word of God is true, then we must always see a miracle in our midst. And one of the dynamics is expectation. Now, most of us left our hostel, coming here, saying, I'm going for a prayer meeting, but without any expectation. That's what the Bible said. The expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off. So that means anytime you enter into his presence with an expectation, there is always a manifestation. So most people are no longer seeing God because they don't expect God to visit them. But the Bible declares that and blind Bartimaeus said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. So that means when Jesus was passing by, he expected a miracle. Meanwhile, he was not the only one expecting a miracle. So as I am preaching, I may not lay hands upon you, but believe by your expectation that before you leave, there's something will happen to your life. Your amen is too weak. Amen. On, on Sunday, I think last week Sunday, I called for people who were bedwetting. You remember? Oh, you remember? And Charles is here. He will share his testimony. He sent me a testimony. That when you called it, I thought I was the only one. And many people came out. Since you prayed for me, I've never seen it again. To the glory of Jesus. Jesus touched him. Why? He came with expectation. Not everybody who comes to church will be met by God. He is always meeting people who are expecting to meet him. Always. And that is why there are people when they come to church, they are always walking in miracles. They leave the church and come back with testimony. And you wonder why you are not coming with us. Now, one of the reasons why God does not keep working is because of familiarity. You can write it. So number one, I said to keep God as at work, you must 
be expectant. Now, let me talk about what keeps God from working and what keeps God working. Do you want God to work in your life every day? Daily in your life. Kula makubala kata. Hey, shandala mamamaya. God is a working God. He is always working out to make sure his people are free. Always. God does not sleep nor slumber. If he does not sleep nor slumber, that means that he is doing something. That is why he doesn't sleep. So if God is doing something and if we're a child of God, then it means that he's doing something about your life. You don't know. Now, if you don't have a realization about what he's doing, you may be dumb about what he has done. So now, like the man at the gate of beautiful, Peter told the man, get up and walk. Now, the man was already healed. Yet he was sitting down. Why? He was already healed, but he didn't know he was healed. <laughs> so most of you are already healed of your financial struggles. But the problem is you don't know. And for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. Not the people of the my people. So that means you can still be a child of God and ignorance can keep you bound. But after today, by the knowledge of God's word, I make a decree. You are loosed in the name of Jesus. Your amen is doing for my liking. You are loosed in the name of Jesus. For the lack of knowledge, my people have gone into captivity. Not only demons can keep you captive, but ignorance can keep you bound and captive. So your advancement to your next level in God is predicated on the next revelation God reveals to you. Familiarity stops God from working. When you become so used to what God is doing in a place, he stops working in that place. Anytime we now trivialize the miracles of God, the signs and wonders God works in a place. Now for instance, to the glory of God and to the by the grace of God, Jesus has been working miracles in our lives every day. Oh, I didn't hear glory. We have seen Jesus work daily in our meetings. Now, if you don't take care, now what keeps him working is a mystery most of us don't know. Now, some of us think it is a normal thing for God to do something. No, there is something that keeps God working. Now, if you don't know what keeps God working, we might allow ignorance to stop him from working. And what is the ignorance? Familiarity. We come to the point whereby we are now so used to the act of God without acknowledging God. So now we are so familiar with God, so familiar with testimonies. We don't know, like, it's not a normal thing. It's that like we don't celebrate God when he does something. And don't forget, God is a jealous God. When he does something and you no longer acknowledge it, he lives there and goes to a place whereby he'll be celebrated. God always wants to be celebrated. Always. Always. Am I preaching to somebody? And that is why when somebody's sharing a testimony, I clap. I shout. Why? I don't want to be familiar with God's act in our midst. Why? Familiarity quenches God from acting in our midst. It stops him. What, and what is familiarity? Familiarity means to know someone or something so well in such a way to cause you. So that means at first, when God works a miracle in our midst, we are so happy. Now we get to know God so well. We get to know God. Now I'm talking about familiarity in relating to God's glory. 
Now, some of you, the reason why God has stopped working in your life is because now you no longer acknowledge the things he does for you. You now think they are normal. So when you wake up strong, you no longer say thank you. But at first, you used to say, thank you, Jesus. Now you have stopped giving him the glory and you are acknowledging other men. So that means now you have stopped acknowledging him as a source of help and you are acknowledging others and don't forget he's a jealous God. Many ministries or many young men are no longer growing in glory. Why? Because they now think it is normal to flow in the power of God. So they no longer acknowledge when God works. They no longer... Now, before I was coming, I was listening to Bishop Oedipo. And he was, I was listening to a message on the prophetic mantle service. And this is a man who has seen God. Yet, when they were taking testimonies, they would read one testimony. And Bishop Oedipo would shout, Glory! Glory! When he read one testimony, he would shout glory. Now, anytime you give him the glory, he multiplies the glory in your life. It's one key to keep him working. To keep him the now to keep him working in your life is to keep giving him the glory of your life. Now, the people of Israel, do you know that God brought them out with miracles, signs, and wonders? But now I just said in the spirit may we not just be like the people of Israel whereby we see God work with us but not end with us why because God started with them in, in, in Egypt he went miracles signs and went parted the rest but not all of them entered their promised land why they refused to give the glory to God Now, when God started, now they were in bondage. And yet, when they complained, God came down. They were so amazed. Now, they began giving the glory to God. They feared God. They loved God. Realize that in the beginning, they began to acknowledge God. Now, when they became so used to God, when God brought manna, they even complained about the manna. And there are so many Christians like us. Now, we've seen God work so many miracles in our midst. We've seen God work so many miracles in our meetings. And if we don't take care, we might replicate the same mistake of the people of Israel. Why? We now think it is normal for people to be healed. It's never normal. If it was normal, they wouldn't have come from their house to church expecting God to touch them. What keeps God from working in some people's life is they have not become so used to what he has been doing for them. So even if it happens in their life, they think it's a normal thing. And anytime you think anything is normal in your life, you refuse to acknowledge God as the source of your life or as the source of the thing that, that comes into your life. Now some of you, at first when, when, when people dash you money, it was, you, you knew that it was God who touched somebody's heart. Now, when people touch you money now, it, it doesn't move you anymore. It's a normal thing. Oh, I mean, I was expecting the money, so it's a normal thing. And God says, really? So at first you say, wow, thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Now, at first, when you're in praying family, I remember when we started, we started from here. When God gives us one miracle, we're happy. Now, we are seeing multiple miracles in every meeting. If we don't take care, we'll become so used to God. That the devil will rob us of our glory. Why? Familiarity means to know something so well that you will lose admiration for that thing. So that means that when God performs a miracle, now we no longer admire it like we used to. We are now used to go to the extent of when now when God parted the Red Sea, we're not amazed. When God demonstrated so many miracles, now when you read the book of Deuteronomy, God talks about the fact that tell the people of Israel. 
that they should write all my acts down and let them repeat it in the hearing of their unborn generation. Why would God tell them to write them down if it is not to his interest or if he does not take glory in that? That means that a generation may come after you and may not know what I did when you were there. So to keep them in fear and in reverence of me, record the things I've done and repeat them in their ears. So that means that anything God does to your life or anything God does in your life, you don't have to forget it. You must always remember what God has done. Always. What keeps God from working when the people God has been working with now think it is normal? You no longer dance. You no longer praise. You no longer worship. And as a praying family, I just want to admonish us as a, as a watchman that no matter what God does in our midst, we should never get to a point where we think that it is normal for things to happen. Now, when as some people are sitting here, I don't know the problem people came with, but I believe strongly as I'm talking, Jesus is touching people. Now, as he's touching people, and as they step out to give a testimony, never think it is a normal thing. I don't heal people. I don't have the power to heal people. There is a God that heals people. To keep him at work means to keep giving him the glory. To stop him from working means to now think you know him too much that you don't have to praise him anymore. So, the said, the kingdom of God is wrapped up in simplicity. Some people always think it, you have to do some mystical things before God moves in your life. But one of the keys that keeps God from working is when you no longer acknowledge God like you used to. Now, yesterday, somebody asked me a profound question. The apostle, how do I know somebody, or how does somebody know he or she is becoming proud? And I said to the person, you will know you are becoming proud when you no longer used to do the things you do in your work with God or in your work with an authority. So that means that at first, when your authority tells you to do this, you no longer do it like you used to do it with urgency. You are becoming proud. I'm making sense. The, the people of Israel, when God told them things, they, they will sing. But I realize that when they got now, you see, even the people of Israel became familiar with God. They got to the point of telling Moses, we also want to hear from God. We're not the only one. You see how human beings we are. So it takes humility to take away humiliation. If you walk in pride, you will always be humiliated by your arrogance and pride. What rolls away humiliation and what takes away disappointment, what takes away reproach is when you become humble. Now, when you become humble, God becomes a warrior. Oh, yeah. He said, I give more grace to the humble. So that means the more you are humble, the more I give you grace. To give you grace, I come to your defense every day. And as a family... We should never let anything come in between we giving glory to God or we becoming so used to. Now look at Michal and David. David was a king. Michal used to celebrate David, used to respect David until they got married and maybe for some years, now Michal thought she could have, she has the authority to now talk to David anyhow. And some of us, that's how we are. When we get so close to God in a point, we now think, oh, it's normal. It's normal to dance, not to dance. It's normal not to shout. It's normal not to clap. It's normal not to not even share your testimonies anymore. And some of you, the reason you're not sharing your testimony, you think it's a normal thing was supposed to happen. And that will be the last testimony you will ever testify. That will be the last, I'm telling you. To keep God or what stops God from working is familiarity. You are not so used to 
testimony. Now, me, when I'm even watching a, a, a message and I hear people give testimony, I'm like, wow. I've seen God use me to do it all, but this time it's in another dimension. Whilst I'm sitting beside the TV set, I'm like, wow. Now, those who are with me with Pastor Enos meeting, I can repeat when he, he spoke about the lady with the lamp in the breast. You were there. And I said, wow, this man is anointed. Now, as a young guy, I can also say, oh, I say in meetings, but I say, oh, yeah. we also see some in our meetings. And uh, you know, God is everywhere. And, uh, and you know, now, after with him. And I'm telling you. And the moment you start doing that, now, you see, you're no, you're no longer seeing God at work. If you, you're not thinking, ah, that's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. To keep God at work is to keep giving him the glory. In small things, give him the glory. In big things, give him the glory. In minimum things, give him in maximum. That means every day of your life, make sure you don't let anybody think God glory. Always make sure that he is the source of your life. The moment you keep giving God glory, you keep making him work miracles in your life. It's, I'm telling you, you see, this thing I'm, I'm telling you, it's like when I was teaching on the key of Thanksgiving, when people apply the key, they, they, they started seeing miracles. And this is another key I'm giving you. What is the key? The key of giving God the glory. Before I came, I was listening to a worship song. I, I began to weep. I couldn't control my tears. I said, Jesus, I didn't know why. I said, what is happening to me? Am I going crazy? It was so strong. So strong. So strong. Because looking at where I am coming from, looking at this young man, I mean, and looking at people say, and Pastor Charles prayed for me, and this and this, I'm like, no, it's not Pastor Charles. Let me say, Jesus in Charles, and I must give him the glory. I must give him the glory. And there are some of you, as I'm talking to you, you have come this far by the grace of God. You have come this far to the glory of God. Never allow anybody to take the place of God. Don't allow your mother to take the place of God. Say, Lord, I give you the glory. Says, don't let anybody make you think you have arrived. Though many young men of God may not get to the appointed land, many were delivered from Egypt, but they never landed in their promised land. Now, being delivered from Egypt is not the main thing, getting to the promised land is the main thing. Hello, and some of us we are jubilating. Oh, I'm delivered from Egypt. No. You can be delivered from Egypt, yet still be in the wilderness. You are still in Egypt. Because in the wilderness, you are still hungry. In the wilderness, there is no comfort. In the wilderness, there is no peace. But until God brings you to the land that is flowing with milk and honey, never settle for anything. Always remember to give the glory to God. Familiarity has robbed many of us. Many. I have seen, now, a certain, somebody, now, the guy you brought, has he told you the testimonies? The guy who said, God has led him to come and sow his seed into my life. And I prayed for him. The moment after I prayed for him, he, he's in AGCM, right? After I prayed for him, just yesterday, he sent me a message, Apostle, in my life, this is the first time I'm receiving money from the U.S. I said, glory to, be to God. Now watch this. I said, glory be to God. We did either that same day or the next day. He's, Apostle, I've received another money. Where did he receive the money? From another firm in the U.S. International doors kept opening when he kept reporting what God has done. 
When you keep giving him the glory, he keeps giving you glory. He multiplies the glory. He multiplies. No man can do these things except God. God. So if it is God, keep giving him the glory. Never stop. Never stop. Never stop. Never let your years of your work with God make you think it is now normal to not to give glory to God. Never. To keep God at work means to keep giving him the glory. To keep him from working means to become familiar with God. Oh, praying family there. That's all by. Oh, but at first, this same person will begin to hey, and they're like, hey, hey. Now, where's the lady I prayed for? Now, how many were there when I was praying for her? Oh, how many were there on Sunday? All right. She had an ear problem. And I come, I called her to the front. Did I lay hands on you? And I said, you know, the pain was still there. And I kept asking, is it there? And in the beginning, it was there. Yeah. Is it there? Yeah. And she was like, what did you, what was the, what was the sign you did? Oh. She, she said, no, I didn't lay hands. I didn't touch her. I kept asking, is it there? Is it there? Now, the moment I was asking, is it there? Jesus was taken from there. You see, now, she has been healed. You see the way she said, hey, God loves it when people do, do that, those things. You see, do you know ladies don't like big things? Do you know ladies don't like big things? No, I'm telling you the truth. You may think they like big things. She likes your love and beef. She doesn't like it. That was not what she requested. If a lady say, I like this, a necklace or a bracelet, if you go and buy a Range Rover, she'll be like, oh, but where is the necklace? But where is that means the little things you do that makes me love you more. What's it? What's the Nelly? Is it not the little things they do? It's like the little things like come when you're walking. Now, do you want to walk with your boyfriend when walking? You see, look at the face she's even giving me. I'm not even her boyfriend. Look at the face she's giving me. Come. But you want something like this. I want to say, you want something like that, right? Swinging your hands and something like this. Right? Now, that, does it add money to her account? But you realize that that is what makes her happy. So when this lady did, huh, God was happy. Now, the moment she keeps doing, huh, even till she's 90, she will see her life turn around in 90 degrees. That's more. That small thing we used to do, like when we when somebody receive a testimony, so when somebody receive a testimony, you are like, "Wow!" The moment you did, wow, the angels are like, "Wow!" You are acknowledging God at work. Then let me work also in your life. I say, now Ubo, we say, "Wow!" You see, now let me be, let me be very practical. I used to when somebody sends me mobile money. When somebody sends me my mom, I will lift my phone and go to a point I forgot to do it. I feel they're very weak. I'm back to credit card on me. Say what? And God reminded me. I said, Ah, I've not been using my key. What was the key? Whenever somebody sends me my mom, I live. I said, Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 
So what keeps God at work? Number one is expectation. What keeps him from working? Number two is familiarity. That's all you still praying family there. Obi said this one again. Uh, now we know that bitch now. catch her. But the movie is their time. Kabibi, Kabibi, Kabibi. Hello. Don't throw away the little things God is doing. Jesus, after he God worked a miracle in in the, in the midst of the congregation. Now, when the fragments on the, were on the ground, did he step on them? He picked them. Now, you realize that when he started picking them, he had 12 baskets. But when they were lying on the floor, they were just fragments. But when he picked them, they became fragments in baskets, 12. Meaning that you may think God has not worked in your life until you sit down to analyze your life. You realize that God has been a miracle of God in your life. But you see, humility will make you take time. Read what God has done. Wow. So God did this for this person. Wow. God did this. And you're like, wow. And you're replying one by one, one by one. And the angel of the commission is always watching those who are responding well. It's an angel. Apostle, me, I want to fast for 21 days with dry fasting with fruit. And I know God work miraculous things in my life. You know, these are the things Jesus even said. In Apostle, you don't understand mysteries. Hey. In the Bible, what keeps God at work is not your fasting and prayer. It's your thanksgiving all the time. Our mothers are not prayerful like you. Una ya apanyo deyo eteyo. Uti mi yo iwa sama grade nje jositi. Uti moto sama mse. Amuna kasa na kaneja. Amuna kasa. Say. But your mother wake up in the morning when she's cleaning the bathhouse. Ochija eh. I said that. I said that. Benamifa maewu. How many have seen your mother doing that? When she's watching, now you see, you may think they started now, they started when they were young. Have they stopped when they are washing? I say, damn, when they're cooking, they're they they singing praises. Hey, they find it. I always say this miracle is it not a miracle? Your mother buys some small molly, yet they cook it and they eat. It's a miracle in this. It's God's. You see, as we are singing, it is multiplying. There was a testimony I read from somewhere. God, a woman, like the woman with the Shunamite woman issue. A woman was cooking and God said, don't look into the dancing. You keep pouring the soup. Do you realize that she was able to supply till there was more? Until one day, you see, a man, they were on him. Go to the, never go into it and check. If you need it, just go and fetch. Never seek to know. Real low. Keep giving, keep dancing in your room. Keep praising God. Keep waving your hands. Keep celebrating people's testimony. Don't stop. Now, if you stop, God will stop working. If you keep on God, you keep working. It's a simple, it's a simple mathematics. You stop giving him the glory, he stopped working. You keep giving him the glory. And some of you, the reason why God has not started work in your life is because there was something he did for you last four months. You have not even remembered to give him the glory. And the people of Israel, no matter what God did, they kept complaining. 
Did they bring us to kill us? This man cried. I did so. I have buried it. And you know, the funny thing is, they saw God part the Red Sea. It never moved them. You have not, you, late Muslim Tukar, you have never seen God part it. So I'm not even, I'm not, that's the reason why headache, you don't even want to clap for God. Those who even saw God part the Red Sea, they've not clapped for God. They are still complaining. What a headache. <laughs> Say, do this. Say out. Hey, hey. Say out. Because it's a spirit. So what stops God from working is what? Now read the scripture and let me go to what keeps God working. Verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 7. Now read it first. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 7. Uh-huh. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. For the Lord your God is bringing you. I, I, didn't, hear, I, didn't, hear, I didn't hear an amen. amen. It's a prophecy. For the Lord your God is bringing you. So that means where you are is not a good land, but he's bringing you into a good land. Amen. And as your amen will turn, that will be a testimony. Amen. Some of you, the house you are, you are in, they are sucking from there. I see God touching somebody's heart to give you a three-bedroom apartment. Amen. A three-bedroom apartment. Amen. I read on somebody's status that my next year is my birthday. I want a three-bedroom apartment. A range of us. Hey! It shall be possible in the name of Jesus. Say it is possible. It is only possible when you have realized the possibilities of God when you were born, since when you were born. The more you keep clapping for God, the more he makes all doors open. Read it. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Of flowing streams and pools of water. Uh With fountains and springs. Uh That's Gashouts in the valleys and hills. It's the land of wheat and barley. Uh-huh. Of great No, please vines. listen to the word of the Lord very carefully. Uh-huh. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grape vines, uh-huh. fig trees, uh-huh. and pomegranates, uh-huh. of olive oil and honey. Uh-huh. It is a land where food is plentiful. It's a land where what? Food is plentiful. Now, God is going to say something here. Continue. And nothing is lacking. Nothing is what? Lacking. So that means there is a realm God can bring you where nothing you, you there is nothing you will ever lack. Amen. He said, God is bringing you means that there is a place you are lacking, but he's bringing you to a place where there will never be any lack. Amen. Continue. It is a land where iron is as common as stone. Ah, it's common. Uh-huh. And copper is abundant in the oh. hills. When you have eaten your fill. Now, this is the part I want everybody. When you have eaten to your heart. Fill. Uh-huh. Be sure to praise the Lord your be God. Be sure. That means when you are now satisfied with what God provided, be sure. That means don't come to the point. Who did He's a hardworking man. My husband is a hardworking man. If I had not married such a man, my children, my children, hey. No, when you read from the Bible, said, God is br- God, 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 God. It's bringing you to a place of no lack. So don't say your husband. It is God who brought you to that place. Ukunu, ukwe bisanse masno ochase o ewasi. B seven. But where he is now is as a result of God working through a husband to make him there. And there is no lady who will marry a foolish husband. But God is giving you a husband whom he, God, will work through 
to bring you to a place where there will be abundance of food. Hey, let the amen be the loudest. Shout, I love Jesus. I like money. I hate Satan. Hey, hey, are you sitting there? Say, I love Jesus. I like money. But I hate Satan. You love Satan, I see. Continue. Now, when you have eaten, now sit down, sit down, sit down. When you have eaten and you are full, be sure to do what? To praise the Lord. To praise the Lord. That means after you are done eating, you don't say, hey, mommy, no, 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 no. Oh, you have given the glory to that woman. After you are done, thank you, Lord, for the food you have provided. Thank you. You see, God is even interested in after you are done eating. Who has ever been sick? You couldn't bath yourself. Continue. So after you are done eating, be sure to give him what? Uh -huh. Be sure to praise the Lord your God uh -huh. for the good land he has given you. For the good land. That means it's not just the food. It was the good land that produced the food. Uh -huh. But that is the time to be careful. And that now, God is saying that when you receive from him, that's the moment some of us must be very careful. Now, it is when we have, that is when we become proud. All poor people are humble. It's a fake humility. A poor person is humble until one small money. You have this roommate when you have 10 CD. You're like, Israel, they're like, Israel, Israel, Israelite in Egypt. But when they get 100 CD, you see the order. What do you order? Pizza. It was just getting pain. The next day, was about, about to Egypt. <laughs> There's a lady sitting here. I said, 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 Beware. Beware. That's in your plenty. But in, listen, you see, this is the part most of us don't know. Beware that in your plenty, uh -huh. you do not forget the Lord your God. You do not forget God who gave you the plentiness. That is our problem. Most of us don't remember God when we have so many money, so many food, so many provisions. Now, we don't even thank God anymore. We are so now. That's our, oh. I'm all cool, you know. Oh, Adriane. Oh, Bishop. It's like, now you don't even remember God. Continue. Beware that in your plenty, you uh -huh. do not forget the Lord your God uh -huh. and disobey his commands, uh -huh. regulations and decrees uh -huh. that I am giving you today. Uh -huh. For when you have become full. When you have become full. And prosperous. And prosperous. And have built fine homes. And you have built fine homes and you are going to build fine homes. Amen. You're going to be prosperous. Amen. You're going to marry good. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Continue. And when your flocks and heads have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, uh -huh. be careful. Be careful. That means, remember that when you become good and as God is blessing you, as God is blessing you good marriage, as God is prospering you, as, you see, God is saying, I'm going to do all these things, but be careful. So realize that God doesn't have a problem. I always say that God doesn't have a problem blessing us. 
but God is preparing you for. So then you realize that God is saying that be careful when you become prosperous. Read it. I have mentioned them. For when you have become full and prosperous uh-huh. and have built fine homes to live in. Uh-huh. And when so when you become full, build fine homes uh-huh. and prosperous. Uh-huh. And when your flocks and heads uh-huh. have become very when large. When your businesses are booming. And, uh-huh. your, and your silver and gold uh-huh. have multiplied along with them. That means when God else. blesses you much money. Uh-huh. Be careful. Be careful. You see, many people started very humble, but they have not ended humble. This is the problem of many rich people, many politicians, many men in authority. They started well with God. They were so humble. They were part of the ushering team. They were part of the prayer tower until they became full. And God is saying that it's a prophecy to us all. There are some of you, God is willing to take you there by the truth is. He said, be, be careful because of what? Huh? Do not become proud. Do not become proud. So that means that God can bless you and the blessing will become a weapon of man destruction against your life. God can heal you. And through that healing, you never... Now, I've seen many people. I do think this is a number. Many people have come and gone. And they receive healing and they don't come again. They have become proud. They think they don't need God anymore. They only need God at that moment. So God is saying, be careful when you have food. Be careful when you have built house. Be careful when you are... And don't let what I have given you. Now, how do I stay humble? And how do I keep God working? Let me show you the key. Read the verse 14. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God. That means at that time is when you are rich, when things are working. Do not become proud to say thank you, Jesus. Do not become proud to even acknowledge God in people's life. Maybe now you are no longer celebrating God for giving you and one more. Now God has seen your level and somebody is celebrating God. Oh, now what is this? That You see, some of you, God changes your level from where you are. And some people are in that level and they are praising God. And to you, what are they said about it? Hundreds now will share testimony. I can even give you a thousand cities. You see, you are running now. You see, you forgot it so soon. Uh-huh. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God uh-huh. who rescued you from slavery in the Who rescued you from poverty? From that sickness. Do not forget that there was a God. So where you are today is as a result of where God took you from. So you must keep giving him the glory so that he can keep increasing your glory in your life. Continue. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying... Do not forget he led you through the great and... It's now God is now remembering the children of Israel, where he picked them from. And some of you, what must keep God at work in your life is remembrance. When you remember where God picked from, you humble yourself and say, Hey, I am dumping and I made them mad you say. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness uh-huh. with its poisonous snakes and scorpions uh-huh. where it was so hot and dry. Uh-huh. He gave you water from the rock. Uh-huh. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, uh-huh. a food unknown to your ancestors. Uh-huh. He did this to humble you. He did this to humble you uh-huh. and test you for your own good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He did all this so you would never say to yourself. So that, now God did all this is so that you will never say to yourself, uh, I have achieved this wealth with my own So that means God is talking about his glory. So that means when God brings you so far, never think it was by your might and strength. No. Am I making sense? Never think it is your mother. I, none of you should ever think that Charles never is so anointed. There is a God working through me. And we must learn to always acknowledge Jesus and give him all the glory whenever we see a testimony. 
You're on the page. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Then the more we keep doing, the more we see God working. I'm telling you, don't even think I'm lying. If you apply to your life and see. Thank God for little things. Now, I saw you post something that, you know, you have gotten so closer to God that every little thing you want to pray that God should. And somebody said, I prayed that my earpod, one of her earpods was missing. He said, Lord, help me to find it. And God showed her where her earpods are. God is interested in the totality of your life. Perry, when you are able to sell, you sell bread, right? If you are able to sell two bread a day, dance as if you sold 20. The moment you dance with that revelation, the next day you, I will see you selling 20. Why? You give the glory to God for helping to sell one. The more you give him the glory to, as he helped you to sell one, he's enabling you by selling 20. But then you realize, Terry Brown Bread Naka. Read that part again. He did all this so you would never say to yourself. So God doesn't want each and every. Never say to yourself. No. He did all these things so that we would never say to ourselves that we achieved this. We did. We achieved this with what? This wealth with our own. That means where we are or the money we've accumulated, we will never say, "Oh, I did this with I'm skilled for some pain." Me more first class, me tear pain. How can we first class? Say, "Oh, we scuba." Better let us another now for the for 50 years now with an envelope. See, ah, uh, campaign, 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 and there is somebody with Thanksgiving who entered the the, the interviewer. As the interviewer say, "Me na ye, me na ye, eh, what's the way about them? Me na se." Let us, let us employ this crazy guy. We need crazy people like this to talk to our customers. I'll read it. Remember the Lord your God. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. He is the one who gives you power. So that means whatever you have accumulated, whatever skill you have today, whatever knowledge, whatever ac academical intelligence, whatever skill in business, in life, in whatever, read off, whatever spoon you sell, it was not because you are connected, but because there is a power at work and God is the one that supplies that power. Uh -huh. He's the one who gives you power to be successful. Uh -huh. In order to fulfill the covenant, he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Uh -huh. But I assure you of this. Uh -huh. If you ever forget the Lord your God uh -huh. and follow other gods. If you ever forget to give him the glory and now begin to follow men who think they have acquired man by their strength, this will happen to you. Worshipping and bowing down to them, uh -huh. you will certainly be destroyed. You will certainly be what? So that is why many people climb to the ladder of success and they come back. God, God said, God, God will do this. In fact, it just landed on you. God will do it. Hit him. Now, Yamiya hit him. One was a phone, both on born ones. And from another phone, you But David danced his way so much that David, Solomon became a king. Yeah. He was a dancer. The guy danced. He didn't pray for Solomon to become a king. He knew how, he knew the dynamics to keep God at work. So even though he was at rest in the Abraham bosom, God was still at work in the existence of the life of Solomon through the power of thanksgiving. Solomon told me, hey, do you know where I'm coming from? It was God who lifted me. It was God. It was God. And God said, wow, you have always acknowledged me. I will always upgrade you. When you learn to always acknowledge God, God will always upgrade you. Clap, clap for Jesus.
many people have been blessed? I declare strange more about money. Amen. Now, how do I keep God working? Write it. How many of you know how to keep God working? Now, I've taught you what stops God from working in your life. What keeps God at work in your life is thanksgiving expressed through praises. Not just thanksgiving, but when it is expressed through praises, it keeps God at work. When you are thankful, you express it by praising God. It is almost spontaneous. So, what keeps God continually at work in your life, at your workplace, in your marriage, in your future marriage, not now, sorry, relationship, your God cannot work there. You can't be spending weekends at your boyfriend's place and you are expecting God to work there. Now, one way to keep God working, Frida, in your life, is thanksgiving, expressed through praises. Hush. Whenever God sees a thanksgiver who is always praising him, he is always in motion. Always. Always. Jesus knew the key. He lifted out the bed. Father, thank you. He said, give it to them. Do you know Jesus did praise and worship? You don't realize. The Bible says, and they were eating at the table and they sang hymns and they sang hymns. Those days, hymns was their praises. When you might be catching up. Jesus gets to the tomb of Lazarus. He said, Lord, I... The guy came back to life. That means, I thank you. You have used me in where I came from. Now this one, I'm not going to spend time. Thank you. And God said, wow, you have remembered I was the one who was with you. Then I will make sure your tanker will never run dry. Now what is praise? Praise is celebration of God's person. Number one. Power, number two. And glory. When we say somebody is praising God, you are celebrating the personality of God, the glory of God, and the power of God. In praise, you see God as bigger than all. In praise, you see God as... So anytime you see some of us jumping, like David, I'm there on Sunday, I was explaining when David lived. So you realize that he was always changing levels through praises and what? In praise, you see God as bigger than all. Rudolph. Whenever God gives you an ability to sell one phone, and in your room you praise God, your colleagues will be like, Are what on 10 phones? Which you don't know. I'm praising God as bigger than all, as bigger than Apple, as bigger than Samsung. And God say, Wow, be an overseer of companies. Into Rudolph phones and accessories, a doom branches all over. I'm prophesying. Why? He is a praising machine. As you started praising God when you sold one phone. God is not a small thing. He's a, he, no, he's a God of Alpha. That means the more you praise him, he'll be the Omega in your life. So as you Alpha him in the beginning, make sure he will be your Omega. Psalm 34 verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my... Come on church, in my... He said his praise shall continually. So that means to keep now his praise shall continually be in my mouth means that his glory will continually be at work for me to continually praise him. I don't know if you understand. It's a simple mathematics. I will bless the Lord at all times because he has been good at all times. 
It's a prophecy. David said, the reason why I will keep blessing God, and I said Thanksgiving is celebrating God's person, God's power, and God's glory. And David said in Psalm 34 verse 1, he said, I will bless the Lord at all time. Why? Because at all time he's been good to me. Psalm 34 verse 1. Uh, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will times. do what? Praise the Lord. That means I will celebrate God as bigger God above all. I will glorify in his glory above all. And I will thank him for his power daily. He didn't say I will praise God in month. He didn't say I will praise God in weeks. I will praise God at all times. So that means as you are working, you start. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Any place you find yourself, thank you, Jesus. For I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continually. That means that whether good or bad, I will praise God. That means whether small or big, I will make God the bigger God. Whether money or no money, I will praise God. Come on, church. I will praise God. Read it. Psalm 34, verse 1. Uh I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, I will boast only in the Lord. I receive it. He said, I will boast only not in my mother. No, I will boast only not because I have big ass. Hey, 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 hey. I will boast because my mother sells bread. No. But I will boast because boast only in the Lord. Only in the Lord. Only in the Lord. Only in the Lord. When your mother pays your school fees, who are you supposed to boast in? The Lord. When your boyfriend buys you work, who are you supposed to boast in? The Lord. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, God Himself, as you are using your natural hair, God will let somebody with a language say, you see, amongst all those who are wearing their wig, you the one with the natural hair. The guy will say, I want that one. Ah. Hey, hey. And all those who they will say, I am the one. No, no, deleted. Deleted. I want the one from the wilderness, like David. Ah. Shout, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. At all times. At all times. And I will boast. And I will boast. Shout, I will boast. I will boast. In God. In God. Not in my mother. Not in my mother. Not in my father. Not in my father. Not in Pastor Charles. No. But I will boast in. But I will boast in the Lord. That was the key of David. You wake up in the morning. I ziggy ziggy. I ziggy ziggy. Ziggy ziggy. My friend will be like, ah, are you okay? He don't know. You get some four hours praises in your room. Come and see what the Lord has done for me. Hey, go back a bit. So I do this. Hey. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout. Woo! I will bless the Lord at all. Those who are familiar with God never think that whatever they have today was not as a result of the power. But we read the Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 8. It is he, the Lord, that gives you power to be successful. So that means whatever you are successful at was as a result of the power of God at work in your life. But they know of it. No one has power to be beautiful. Yeah. It was God. Yeah. God's power does not only give people to become, he gives you power to become successful in every area. You know how to cook. Knowledge comes from God. Yes, sir. Learn to say, wow. Oh, thank you. And Chini Chema, Mira, you need to say, Now you're too good here, you're a It's in the old days, you're seeing in China. You're diluting. Or some kind of washing the noon. The next meal will be fried rice, chicken, and everything. How many of you have been blessed today? 
Now the key to keep God at work is expectation. The key to stop God working is familiarity. And the key to keep God working in your life is thanksgiving through praise. Now what are the components of thanksgiving? Or how do we thank God? Wow. Do you know there are places you would love to buy watching? Do you know there are watching stands, but there's one you want to buy from? There are some components in the steel. What is she talking about? Now, how many have, like, there, like there, there's a joint of food, but you, you move from one to another. That means there is something, there is a spice in there. There is, there is a way you praise God that, that he comes down from heaven to you. You don't just praise God anyhow. There is even a way you dance. God says, what? Amen. Yeah. The component of praise, or how do I praise God? Praises includes the following. Number one. Psalm 18 verse 49. Singing. Number one, singing. How do I praise God? Through singing. Psalm 18 verse 49. Psalm 18 verse 49. Uh-huh. For this, O Lord, uh-huh. I will praise you among the nations. Uh-huh. And I will sing joyfully and to your I name. I will sing what? Joyfully to your when name. You're in the bathhouse. Do you know that in the bathhouse you sing well than when you are not in the bathhouse? Yeah. You have full concentration. How many have experienced it before? How many have danced in the bathhouse before? With your crooked voice. And do you know God enjoys that crooked voice that you're trying to please God in a certain strange voice? And some of you when you're praising God, it's like, who is that person? Is that Angela or Angie? Read it again. Psalm 18, verse 49. Read it in the box, please. For this, O Lord. For this, O Lord. I will praise you. For what? For this miracle, signs and wonders, I will praise you. Through what? Singing. Number two, dancing. Psalm 149, verse 3. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with a tambourine and harp. Psalm 149, verse 3. Uh-huh. Let them praise his name in chorus and choir. Now, let them praise his name in what? Chorus and choir. Psalm 149, verse 3. Yes, please. Uh-huh. With the dance. With the what? Dance. And I told you, praising God means celebrating him as a person. His power and what? So, there is a way you dance God that the glory can come. There is a way you can dance God to lift his name. And there is no way you can dance God to lift his personality. So number one, sing. Number two, number three, clapping. Psalm 47, verse 1. And these are the components in praising God. It keeps him working. As we're singing. You see, as we're singing, you started with singing. Everybody, and your body begin to move. Everybody roll a trumpet. And you begin to, you see, you begin to. You see, you started with singing. You were praising God. And your body joined. And your hand said, ah, What does it say? Psalm 47 verse 1. Uh-huh. Come, everyone. Uh-huh. Clap your hands. Do what? Clap your hands. Do what? Clap your hands. Oh, do what? Clap your hands. Are you clapping, lawyer? Clap do your what? hands. Oh, clap your hands. Oh, ye people. And shout. Woo!
Read it, read it. Come, everyone. Come, everyone. Clap your hands. He didn't say, come, boyfriend. No, sir. Come, girlfriend. No, sir. Come, everyone. Both poor. Yes, sir. The educated. The uneducated. Oh, come. And do what? Clap your hands. Uh-huh. Shout to God with joyful praise. Shout to God with a joyful what? Praise. So, as you wake up in your room, is it the bit to start from now? I will worship you. And you see, you say, I will worship you. Look, okay, some of you can who TV shake your body. I will worship you. Like in Nazanthem. If they are above there, but I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth. And your body will begin to say, and the heavens. As you are doing this, you are, you are singing. You are singing. As you are singing, you are dancing. You are Lord. And you that You are Lord. Yes, you are. I will worship. I will worship. Hey. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. Now, you started with singing. You added dancing. You added clapping. Is it not, is it not changing the atmosphere? Yes, sir. The moment you start doing that, you keep God will begin to work more. Your body is like iron rod. You don't go, you don't go. Unmovable. Unshakable. So as we're clapping, when the clapping gets intense, you start shouting, hey, 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 hey. Are you getting it? You are shouting. Read that part again. Psalm 32 verse 11. The fourth one is shouting. The components of praise. Psalm 32 verse 11. Uh-huh. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All you who obey him. All you who obey him. Shout for joy. Shout for what? Joy. And the Bible says, in the presence there is joy. So that means there is a way you can acquire joy. And how do you get it? By shouting. Yes, sir. So that means there is a way you can shout. Now, how did blind Bartimaeus get his healing? Through shouting. Yeah. Jesus! Jesus! He kept shouting in the Bible and he shouted them all. So that means through shout, you can be delivered. And through shout, you can have your joy in full. Now, give the Lord a shout. Number five. Number five. This key. It's one of the major keys. Psalm 134, verse 1 to 2. Lifting of hands. So the moment we are worshiping God, you are exalting the person of God as the mightiest of all. So the moment we say we are worshiping or we are praising God, I will worship you. The moment you start doing this, you are lifting him above all problems. And anything, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will so that means if you lift him up by lifting your hands, all problems are wiped away. Ah, like a wiper. When you are driving and there are some debt on your car, what do you do? The wiper does that. And is wiping away debt. So the moment you start doing this. Now when a king, when, when a, I love the way you are doing it. I love it. It's a sign of praise. You see, when you are doing that, you are, you are activating power. You see, the things of the spirit are not sensible to the canal. Yes, they, are, they are a mystery. It's here you will say, how can this thing? Oh, the time bring on How can this thing bring a miracle? How can this thing? It's a spiritual thing. Second Corinthians chapter 2. The things of the spirit are foolishness unto the canal. Yeah. Psalm 134, verse 1. Uh-huh. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. All you servants of the Lord. The verse 2. Verse 2. Lift your hands toward the sanctuary. And praise the Lord. And do what? Praise the Lord. So you realize that 
There are components of praise. Singing is one of the components. Dancing is one of the components. Shouting is one. You see, and lifting your hands. Oh Lord, I worship you. I say, let the men everyone lifting their, their hands in prayer. So there is, and Mo, when Moses lifted up his hands, there was more. There was more. So the more you lift up your hands to him, the more you activate the power of God upon your life. Ah, wave it. Wave it. Wave it. I want you all to join me to sing this. Join us. To wave sing it. To the Lord. With revelation. Look at the song. Come on. Close your eyes and wave it. Wave it. To the King of Kings with your heart. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. And as you are doing this, you are keeping God working in your life. You are giving him thanks. You are giving him praise. He delivered you from accident. He delivered you from sickness. As you keep waving, he's taking away sickness from your body. He's sending reports. He's adding more miracles. The pain, the chest pain, the back pain. As you're waving your hands, the angels are multiplying. Singing, waving your hands, shaking your body. You are doing something, and as you are doing it, singing like you believe. Singing from your heart, your heart. Sing your, sing your way out. Sing your way out. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Let the let the atmosphere be filled with the praise. Revelation chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. The last one. The last but one. How many of you have been blessed tonight? What keeps God working and what keeps, what stops him from working? The last one is falling prostrate on the floor and sometimes rolling on the floor. Hey, if God delivers you from a certain accident, then now there was a woman in America who was delivered from an accident. I don't know. How many watched the video? When she came out, she kept lifting up her hands. So she was speaking to us. Marco and the, the, the policeman wanted to come at her. God has first aid her out of the car. What would your first aid do? Now, Revelation chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Revelation chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Uh -huh. The 24 elders fall now, the down. The 24 elders do what? Fall down and worship the and one do what? sitting on the throne. And they worship the Lord. So one way, one component to keep God work through your thanksgiving praise is to fall prostrate in your room. Before I came, I, I was just 
in tears. I don't know why. And I just did this. Before I came, I, I dressed. And I was listening to the, the worship song you downloaded for me. And I, I lifted up my eyes and said, thank you. And suddenly I felt somebody standing at my back. Now let me show you one secret. Learn to praise God when your lights are off. It's a different atmosphere altogether. You understand? Learn to either kneel or lie prostrate or roll. There are 24 elders. As I'm talking to you, they are doing it. Eh? They are doing it. Now, why is God letting, letting them do it? That means it pleases God. That's why he's still letting them do it till now. But look, I say, they are doing what? They fall down and worship the one sitting they on the throne. They fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne. And, and I, I, I said, counts. praising God means lifting him, his person, his power, and his... And he's the one on the throne. So as you also do that, you are joining the 24 elders. And anytime they do it, it exudes power. Do you know that the more you roll down before it, Somebody said, particularly, we now rolling now. Nana, me, you're Nana, bro, bro. Oh, obey this. Can be a trouble also. Now, when you do it to Jesus, He does, and life will enter into you. The more you keep rolling, the more He keeps blowing a wind. The Bible said, and one servant came back and said, Master, I was part of the 10 lepers, but I have come. Now, when you read that scripture, I didn't know He came. Kneeling. Luke chapter 17, verse 17. The power, he ran. Frida, as we are doing, keep praising God. I'm telling you, any door that could not open to prayer will be to praise. Do you know that some people, they are praising machine in the, in the church. They show people, they ask him, how do you get so many numbers? He said, I always dance my people into church. That means, Ebu Bedike, Chapter 17, verse 17. Uh -huh. Then Jesus asked, uh -huh. Were not all ten cleansed? Uh -huh. Where are the nine? Uh -huh. Continue. Was there no one found to return uh -huh. and to recognize uh -huh. and give thanks and praise to God except this alien? And give thanks and to God. So anytime God does something, he expects you to come back. Now, one way, let me show one secret. Now, if you realize that for, for some time now, God has not done anything tangible. Go back to the old thing he has done. Keep praising him for that thing. Lord, I thank you. Even though it is past, but I keep thanking you. The more you do, you are remembering him of his, his power. That's why it's good to always record testimonies. I go through the videos and I watch it, how God heals. And I'm like, hey, and they take it. Yes. Was there no one found to return uh -huh. and to recognize and give thanks uh -huh. and praise to God as yes, uh -huh. and he said to him, uh -huh. Was there no one found to return and no, to recognize? Verse 16. Uh -huh. And he fell prostrate at Jesus' feet. He fell what? Prostrate. Now, after God healed him, he ran and he fell prostrate at the feet of the one who healed. So learn to fall prostrate. Now, when he fell prostrate, Jesus said, Get up, you are made whole. So that means when he fell prostrate, it kept Jesus working in his life. Now he was healed, but he was not whole. What made him whole was when he came back praising God through prostrate. How many of you now understand? So from this one, from singing, from this one, from dancing to prostrate. The last one. Playing musical instruments. Psalm 68 verse 25. 
Psalm 68, uh -huh. verse 25. Uh -huh. Singers are in front. Singers are in front. Uh -huh. Musicians behind. Musicians. That means there are singers and musicians. We are wow. the singers. Between them are young women playing tambourines. Hey, between them are old women. No. Playing tambourine. Something. What do you say, sir? Read it, read it, let's go. Psalm 68, verse 25. Be on your feet. Uh -huh. Singers are in front. Singers are in front. Musicians behind. Musicians behind. Between them are young women playing tambourines. Between them are young women playing what? Tambourines. That's why some of you should get that at You come to church. Uh -huh. you, you have your own. Oh, hey, and the way they do it, it's nice. Oh, yes, continue. Praise God. Praise what? God. Uh -huh. All you people of TPF. Oh, uh -huh. praise the Lord. Uh -huh. The source of TPF life. Uh -huh. Look now, praise the Lord because He is the source of our love for Jesus. Learn to sing, to dance, to shout, and clap in his presence. Don't feel too big. Don't feel too proud. Don't be bothered who is watching. You see? Don't be, don't feel too big. Don't feel too proud. Okay? Okay? Don't bother who is watching you. Because the one who has been watching you when you are sleeping is God. Put on a white dress. Now, in our part of the world, which is Africa, when somebody puts on a white attire for Thanksgiving, it signifies victory. You must lift up your white handkerchief. Bow, roll, lift up your hands. In spontaneous praise to God. This is how you express thanksgiving and this is how you keep God at work in your life and your family. God bless you for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share and tell a friend about the inspiration of God. You can also follow the man of God on social media on Facebook at Charles Nyaba, on Instagram at Charles underscore Nyaba or Nyaba Charles. May the grace of God be with you. Let faith arise.